1: My son did nothing wrong, I did nothing wrong. And it turns out he did not do a single thing wrong as everybody's investigated. First of all, my son has done nothing wrong. I trust him, I have faith in him, and it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. And the lie detector test determined that was a lie. It's time to talk
2: money.
3: It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
2: All right. welcome back, Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio today. A lot to get to, Mike. As we always say, never a dull moment here in the United States, and now never a dull moment here in Erie County. Oh, uh, good
3: debate the
2: other day. Good debate. They had two debates. They had the St. Joe's debate last week, and then now the the big debate on um, WIBB this week. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy, Chrissy did a really nice job. She. She, she picked her shots with Mark Polonkars, and to, to her credit, there's a lot to be picking at right now
3: because he's had some issues over the last 12 to 18 months. I love the fact that in the first debate—and by the way, for those of you in Rochester, I know this is not Rochester, but you're going through the same things, yeah. right? We know. Yeah. We're, going, we're all going through the same things. But he said he want, he running because he wants to be able to finish this stuff— that he didn't complete in twelve years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he just so needs four more. Yeah, I just want you to think yeah. about that, folks. Yeah. Like, look, at, yeah. I really and you know, he said, "Well, this happened that the yeah. stadium, well, the yeah. state." Like, okay, you negotiated the stadium, right? But yeah. there's a lot of folks negotiating that stadium deal. Right. It wasn't just Mark Polenkars and the owner right. of the Buffalo Bills, right? Lots of people doing that. And the top shooting, okay, uh, the top shooting was horrific. But how much time did it take away from your agenda over a 12-year period? Right, Right. Right. The fact of the matter is left-wing politics, bigger government, more control, never works. It just never does. Ever, ever, never. No matter where it's been tried. You can call it Democrat socialism. You could call it socialist light. You could call it socialist amber. I don't care what you call it. It's socialism, and it doesn't work.
2: Yeah, and you look at some of these things,
3: too. Crime, Mike, is still at highs here in western um, New York. You look the immigrant at that. crisis alone. The yep. immigrant crisis yep. alone. He should be fired 18 times over. There's yep. paperwork with him saying we welcome these people in. We want more of them. We, and multiple times he yep. said we need more of them. We need more of them. But no process of vetting these people. None. No. Nope. Zero. Zero. He just believed in the other Democrats who can't even set up a website, who yeah. can't even run a lemonade stand. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're fine. Uh, well, I'm sure that. Well, they're not fine. 13 uh, out of 50 of them were arrested right away.
2: And what cracks me up is not just Mark pollan There's a lot of politicians. You see what's going on in Washington too, Mike. It's like th- these events happen. They're horrific events. But then it's like, oh, we should feel sorry for the politician because these events happen in their district. No, yeah. that's your job. <laughs> that's right. Your like, job. The storm response. The storm response was horrific. Yeah. And then it's like, well, has Buffalo had snow before? I'm pretty sure we get like eight feet of snow every year. Yeah. We should have processes in place to fix this stuff, Mike, that, and the, we res- don't.
3: The response to that storm was beyond ridiculous. Yeah. He knew a big storm was coming in. In fact, yep. the people say, oh, well, how, how do you know he knew that? Because he was naming the storm. Just like you would a hurricane, right? (laughs) So he is comparing the storm to a hurricane. This is how hard this thing's going to be. And then his response is, hey, just so you know it, we won't have any police officers out in the street. So then the scumbags, which we've got a plenty here in western New York, say, oh, this is great. You mean to tell me there's no police officers out? No, no problem. I think I'll break in and grab myself a sandwich. Oh, no, wait. I'm just going to throw the food on the floor and then waste all that. I'm going to grab the 70-inch TV. Nothing says survival. Nothing smells and spells out survival like stealing a 70-inch flat screen
2: (laughs) And a pair of Nikes. That's right. Um, Yeah, and by the way, that is a true story because that's one of our clients that that happened to, by the way, that exact thing you just mentioned. And, and yeah, I mean, you know, again, in the storm response, to Mike, the financial guys had this figured out actually that week before Mark Polencars did. The financial guys said to all of our employees— Guys, work from home today. There's no reason to risk your life and go out there because we don't know what the storm is. Mark decided to make that decision on Friday afternoon at four o'clock. The financial guys actually made it Thursday. Yeah, and that—that's the problem. We, we, there's, there's just no action.
3: And well, and then but, and then bring in the national guard, right? He's right, arguing right. back and forth right, right. with Byron Brown. They're right. fighting. Right. He's basically throwing Byron under the bus, which right. you never do. Yep. you never do in that situation. You say, yep. "Look we are all fighting hard. Even if you think, okay, you know, maybe this person's not pulling its weight." Wait, then you gotta pull harder, right? Yep. The National Guard should have been called in immediately. We should have gotten the snowmobiles in place. There was a yep. lot of good people volunteering their time. National Guard got plenty of equipment to be able to plow through some of this stuff and pull people out.
2: Couldn't do it. No. Couldn't figure that out. It's tough. Tough decisions for Mark Polancars. Now, th- this Mike, uh, we're going to play a couple clips from the debate. This might have been Chrissy's best moment of the debate, talking to Mark about his um, assaults that he has been involved in recently. Wait, what,
3: what, what, yes. before yes. you play that, by yes. the way, it's amazing to me that Kathy Holkel, all the Democrats, Domestic Violence yeah. Awareness yeah. Month, yeah. right? Yeah. We've got to be aware of this. If you're a Democrat, they don't really care what you do. Yeah. And, uh, but by the way, when they're done with you, they're done with you. Yep. So at some point you know they believe that that he can be beat Chrissy and i think it's going to be close chrissy's you know pulling him. she doesn't you know the, the republicans don't have the money in new york state or they don't spend the money in new york state like the democrats do he's yep. got a war chest right yep. so it's going to be going to be difficult but um but we'll we'll see we'll see where, where that where that all ends up but um uh, i' I'm losing my train of thought here. So.
2: well, well, I'm gonna go
3: to the so this'm is- watching his picture and I'm losing my train of thought here. <laughs> I just uh, I, I, I shouldn't do that. I'm I, looking at the picture and I'm like, oh my gosh, like he just looks whatever. Uh, I mean, Ron Ryan stand with the
2: Lego hair it's light on the money. Um so I'm gonna play this clip, Mike, this is her best moment that I thought she talks about Mark and his domestic violence issue alleged I'll say oh. issue Go ahead.
3: yeah, yes. sorry, the domestic yep. violence, right? Yep. So if it's there, if it's one of their own, yeah, it's fine. It's yep. fine. Where is Kathy Hochul on that? Yeah. Right. Where are all the rest of the Democrats yep. that are saying, "Look at this is disgusting. We should believe every woman." Yep. Right. I, I really did get thrown off by, by that picture. It, it is frightening. It's, yeah. It is Halloween season. Um, it is frightening. Well, <laughs> I, look, at, I don't criticize anybody's appearance, all that stuff, but he just the, the smirk on his face, is like. Mm. But you know what? If that if the shoe was on the other foot, if it was a male Republican, oh. and the police showed up at a house, they would be blasting the scenario. If it was you, Mike. And you're not in politics. If it was me. If it was you. If it was me uh, or Glenn or you, they would be all over the story yep. all over this and so would the mainstream media by the way yep. channel 247 yep. it was amazing one of the uh, the one of the folks there from channel i think they were channel 4 channel i know it was four, channel yeah. 4 but they yeah. were the moderators from channel 4 I, I don't i believe watch they were i believe they but were yeah. she's talking about crime and they're like wait 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 it wasn't all felonies yep. it wasn't all- oh no 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 some of them were just misdemeanors yep. some oh okay yep. well that that makes it okay then yeah. yeah. it's like i wasn't speeding my ticket was jaywalking well it was
2: pled down from going 80 to 55 <laughs> that's right um, <laughs> but, it, but even even (laughs) Even if they're
3: here committing misdemeanors, that's not a good thing. That isn't what we want. We want legal immigrants that have been vetted... And so we know that they're going to contribute to our society. This is not a dumping ground for the world, right? America has worked really hard to protect our freedoms and to protect our culture, and a big part of that is being safe. And by the way, adding more crime to already areas with existing crime is yeah. not a good battle. Oh, huge. Yeah. They just dump these people. Down. Uh, Mayor Adams this week said, he, he said, uh, there's just no way. He goes, they're going to be living on the streets. Yeah. He goes, well, we do. We might have a plan, by the way, of getting tents. Oh! Yeah. Oh, Could. you know what? Because yes. we don't have enough of that. Yeah. We don't have enough of that. Because that real you know, nothing stinks of a good tu- tu- uh, tourist location like uh bums in tents. Nothing does. Yes. Nothing makes me more want to get on a plane and spend my vacation money to hang out with people living in tents, right?
2: Nothing enriches the economy like no, a tent city. That's no, right. No. And
3: it's good for them too, yeah. right? Like yeah. they were yeah. they were here to have the opportunity, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what. You want to you want these people to be better? You know what it's called? Free market capitalism and they need to do it all over the world because every time that has happened less poor people come out of it yeah. now are there no poor people no a lot less poor people i'll tell you what free market capitalism it seems to have worked almost every time better than every other every other decision whether it's socialism communism Free market capitalism, it wins every single time. And guess what? We can stop a lot of these wars around the world. You know how we do that? Free market capitalism. We drill our own oil. We sell it to some of these places. Now they're not dependent on places uh, like Russia for their oil. They're not dependent on Iran for their oil. Right? They can buy it from us. Nice, clean. We can frack. We can, uh, guess what? We could probably, I know we could. We could go to Exxon and Chevron and Say, look, at, we're going to give you more permits. We're going to let you. You plant some trees for us. No problem. It's a win-win for both sides.
2: You're saying a lot of bad words to the left right yeah. now, Mike. Fracking, yeah, free, free market. market capitalism. Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of bad
3: words. Be dependent upon yourself. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah bad stuff. Um, so I'm going to go down here. This is Chrissy Casillo talking about Mark Polon cars and his recent alleged domestic violence issue
4: yes i'm actually wearing my domestic violence awareness <laughs> pen today oh, because it is actually very important to talk about domestic violence governor kathy Hochul today talked about the importance of domestic violence but somebody that hasn't talked about domestic violence at all this month is my opponent mark I wonder why cars lynn dixon four years ago said that you are a bully but you are far worse because you put your hands on women and that is unacceptable and a police report is a credible document, and it is a legal document. So you are either saying that what that the woman that is accusing you of doing this is lying, Or you are simply not taking responsibility for your actions, and you should be ashamed.
2: (laughs) And what was concerning about that, Mike, was his lack of response, really, to
3: it. Well, he doesn't need to, right? Yeah, That's the thing. If this was the other, if the shoe was on the other foot, channel 247 would be, if I'm running for county executive, and they were in my house a month ago, and I was grabbing my wife and pinning her against a wall or whatever it was, I assure you, that story would be so smashed out your throats at this point, you wouldn't be able to stomach one more. You'd be like, I'm so sick of hearing yep. it. But, but that's exactly what's going on. That's if they're just going to ignore it. That's what they do, right? Yep. Instead, they're like, oh, Chrissy, Chrissy, no, they weren't all felonies. They weren't all felonies. No, yep. no, some of them were misdemeanors. Uh, the illegal immigrants weren't, yep. they weren't all, all felonies. Oh, okay, okay. And what's
2: amazing about this, Mike, before we go to a quick break, what's amazing about this story to me is, you know, the excuses that came out of Mark cars's mouth about this a few months ago when this all came out, there's no excuse for it, right? Mike, you've been married a long time. I've been with my wife now for almost 15 years. Like, yep. I have never once ever thought to ever put my hands on my wife, scream. Scream at my wife across the room and take her outside and start screaming at her outside my house. Yeah, we're both afraid of our wives. Yes, yes. I, I know. I know what I can say and what I can't say. That's right. But I mean, in all seriousness, we have never. You and I both have never even thought or come close to that. And now this is somebody that holds himself out there as like you know he he understands well, people and he's he's compassionate. And
3: you're full of crap. They're, Mark. they're the, the Democrats are the ones that are adding on all these sexual harassment right. videos that we've got to do. This excessive yeah. training. Yeah. You know yeah. all this stuff. Yeah. They're forcing it, uh, and we have to do that now. Yep. Everybody that's new, you got to go yep. through this training. One hundred percent of it is all these Democrats are doing exactly what they tell. Every time they do that, you got to think, okay, what are you up to? What are you up
2: to? You guys have a full sexual sexual harassment video on all these politicians Which, By the way, is do. great. You yeah. should you should use it.
3: You should <laughs> use it. If you're a, an owner of a company, one hundred percent because we actually put real life examples in there, like Bill Clinton and Elliot yep. and Spitzer. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Cuomo wasn't there yet. He was. Oh, that's the right. Video he wasn't. Was done. We got to update the video.
2: He was doing it during that time, just it wasn't out yet. I believe believe is what it was. All right, folks. If you need us throughout the week, 833 Finn guys. Don't forget about our new app, the Financial Guys Media app has all of our content, the radio show, the morning show with Mike Hayflick and I Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 815 and all three podcasts, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. You can download the app, again, the Financial Guys app on your Android store, your Apple store, your Google store, whatever it is, or you can go to financialguysmedia.com. All of our stuff is is there. Uh, we have a lot of fun with our podcast. It's a little unfiltered, so that's a good thing. We can we can say a few more things and uh, ha, ha, get a little excited, I'll say, yeah, Mike, on, well, on the podcast. So many people yeah.
3: downloading our app now. It's yep. so cool to yep. see people downloading our app and getting the morning mics, getting all that stuff, so all the content, including this show.
2: yeah the show can be can be streamed live on Saturdays from the app. All right, folks, we will be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network.
4: When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, what reduce population? More of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water.
2: All right, welcome back, Financial Guys Radio Show, Mike Lomas. Mike Sparaz, I almost said Glenn Wiggle, and I forgot about myself there, in studio today. Just wanted to plug two events. Mike, you and I are going to be hosting the radio show on November 11th, but during the day here at the Financial Guys offices, we have Ready, Set, Retire. Uh, are you ready to retire? Still have questions? This is a free seminar that will cover all forms of retirement planning. We have Brian Faraci coming up next. I know his team will be there as well. That is November 11th here at the Financial Guys offices, starting at
3: 9.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. Esther Goulias will be here Esther as well. Goulias as well, yeah, big, yeah. Big yes. part of tax planning. Yes. And look, at it, it is the season yeah. for that. So if you want to uh, attend that event, it's a Saturday, right? And so we'll be doing the show live. Yep. In our office, uh, flagship office, Williamsville, New York, and Esther Goulias and her team will be doing some breakouts on tax planning. So not too late to do that. you got another month to, to make the right decisions. So 833-FIN-GUYS.
2: And go to thefinancialguys.com slash events, and you can sign up right there. We also have a Social Security Optimization Seminar here at the office, November 15th, 6 p.m. I believe, Mike, is that Mike Hayflick running yeah, that seminar? Yes, yep. Mike Hayflick will be running a seminar. Social Security Optimization, November 15th, 6 p.m. Again, financialguys.com. Slash events, and you can get all that you need on that. We do have our member of our, uh, the, the leader of our Medicare and health insurance team, Brian Ferracci, joining us. Brian, now we're, I, I always forget the weeks. Three weeks in, I think? Yeah, three weeks three in Three weeks now. in. Yeah. Is it already? Yeah. Already, yeah. yeah. It's going
3: smooth, though. Yeah, I mean, not I, too bad. I shouldn't say, I, I said that we were talking to, um, I said that when my wife went into labor, actually, after we had our first baby. I'm like, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And she's like, what? It's, <laughs> pretty, it's pretty easy, really. Not a good thing to say, Mike. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was going to be a lot harder on me. <laughs> I, I had a moment
2: like that when, when Sarah was in labor. I didn't realize she couldn't eat, not during like the actual labor, but the, the pre-labor labor stage they they put her on these drugs and you can't eat so i'm like what are we doing for dinner like right. taco
3: like what do we right. Can the, we order a pizza or the what?
2: nurse is like please shut up but yeah uh, she can't <laughs> eat i'm like all right sorry about that Ugh. um that's why we're men guys that's why we are who we are um brian so what's going on i know again three weeks in you guys have been super busy uh, how how is the season so far and i know the calendars are booked too the
5: season's going great mm. um calendars are booked Plans are looking good. Um, this year's a time to review. There's a lot of extra benefits out there, um, and you don't even necessarily have to change insurance companies if you're happy with your insurance company. It might be as simple as just getting some extra money back in your Social Security check, adding a flex card to your, to your plan.
3: Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like, you know, your existing company, you might not be in the right plan. Yes,
5: exactly. You might be paying a premium for a plan, and what are you actually getting by paying a premium? A $5 cheaper copay, maybe a $10 cheaper copay? Well, if you're not utilizing the services very often why not take some extra money back in your social security check?
3: And and you said something I think is really important, is that this year there has been a lot of changes. Some years there's not, right? I mean, some years on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 meaning lots of changes, one zero or hardly any, you know, I I would say this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like maybe the last few years, it's been like a 2 or 3, and now it's like a 7 or an 8. I mean, there was a lot this year that you guys had to cover.
5: The biggest difference would be in the past is we had some negative changes. This year, we're looking at all positive changes. So Positive for the consumer exactly maybe not the taxpayer but the (laughs) consumer yes exactly so if you don't think you're getting enough benefits call us let us review and it's maybe as simple as upgrading your plan with the same insurance company
3: yeah 833 fin guys by the Mm -hmm. way we can help you in batavia rochester the rochester office has been crazy
5: busy yeah phil phil's been swamped in rochester give him a call he does great work out there in rochester
2: he'll be joining us actually later in the show too so we'll talk to phil a little bit about rochester brian i I think one last question i have for you is you, you mentioned it you know maybe not moving your plan you You know, Alec and I and and Brad on our team do this all the time take a look at it. The worst thing that happens is we would tell you, you know what, stay put where you are or you can work with us with the same plan. We can help you with that plan and we do that on our side. I think for people, you know, sometimes they're like, ah, oh, do I really feel like going through that? But it really is such a small amount of time to make sure that you're protected properly.
5: Yeah, and you, you may be locked in for the next 12 months, so at least yep. have someone put a second set of eyes on it just to double check. Um, I met with a lady yesterday that didn't even know she had dental with her plan. She has $2,000 in dental allowance. Wasn't sending in the reimbursement forms to get the money back.
3: Wow. So now can, we, is there anything she can do? Can we, we you did. go back? We, we gave oh, her yeah? the
5: form, she's gonna mail them back in, they will backdate it for the entire year, anything that was done in 2023. Mm. So that right there is that right
2: there is worth a phone call because I mean if dental work could be a thousand dollars that you just put back in your pocket by making one
3: phone call. Uh, Easily everything's so expensive yeah. today. You yeah. gotta you gotta, you know, and 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 I say this because especially our listener group, you're the ones that paid the taxes. You're the ones that funded this stuff, right? It's I know there's a few liberals that sneak in and listen to the show, but <laughs> most of it is conservative people that worked their butts off and paid all these taxes, and you're not getting the benefits that you deserve. Maximize
5: them. You're entitled to these benefits. You've paid your your entire life yeah how do people get in touch with you guys um 866 tfg medi that's for buffalo or rochester or just go to the webpage uh, financialguys.com
3: perfect brian thank you so much for joining us 866 tfg medi yep m-e-d-i correct uh like that uh, and then
2: i think the buffalo number two seven one six six three three one three three one
3: yep Oh, is that right? Yeah, there you go. We got too many yeah,
2: numbers.
3: Eight six six T F G Medi. It's been a long
2: that. week, guys. Yeah, Enjoy yeah. your weekend. Yes, Rochester. Absolutely.
3: We can help you. Buffalo, and uh, uh, certainly Batavia as well.
2: Yep. Thanks again, Brian. Appreciate it. Take it easy, Mike. I do want to set up the rest of the show here in the last minute or so of this segment, but
3: we, Ooh, we're going to we play another clip.
2: We can play another clip. Yeah. Let me just see. I, I have a couple clips here. Yeah, I want to make sure you're not three minutes this week long. On
3: Rochester. I'm sure you're going through all the same stuff. Uh, it's a uh, it is frustrating as a conservative in this town. It's it's, it's frustrating no. You see the media, media is just... So, uh, I, it's funny. There, there was a journalist that left. I'm not going to say names, but he left yeah. one station here in Buffalo, and he went over to another station. And they're like, oh my gosh, he's going to bring his journal. And like, wait a minute. Like, you don't do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do any investigative reporting anymore. Unless it's a Republican. They're not going to look into... I mean, they used to go down to City Hall and uncover yeah. stuff and, and uncover stories. And they don't do any of that. It's like, what... They're Talking hats. What yeah. what what's on the what's on the screen today that I can reread? Oh my. Oh okay. That's what we're gonna do. Well, they don't do any of it. Anymore. And the worst
2: the worst None part is is that they 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 push themselves as like independent and and you know they play both sides. The financial guys have come out and said we are unapologetically conservative. You yeah. know what you're listening to. The problem with channels, you know, I'm gonna use I won't use numbers, but channels that are on TV every day is they pretend like they're unbiased and in the That's middle, right. and they're not. That's they're not right. even close to it. No. And so stop telling us you. Like we don't have time for a clip in this segment, but all I right. will. I will pitch Wait, right after we get back from the break. We're going to have our, our home and auto commercial expert Alec Tothan, and then we're going to get back to the Chrissy Casilio, Mark Polancar's debate, and we're going to talk about a lot of other things nationally in the second hour. The speaker race, Joe Biden still floundering, conflicts all over the world.
3: I wasn't unhappy with that. It's funny, so many you know the Democrats go, Oh, they're all yeah. all. It's such a chaotic mess over there. Yeah. No, find a good one, right. and I think they did. I think they did. I have a couple issues that I'll get into. I agree with you. you got to do
2: what they did to get the right person. I have yeah. a couple issues with how it was done. And, and just with, with the House of Representatives,
3: period, it's a, it's a Hollywood show out there. Yeah, but, it, it, well, let me just say this. Yeah. It has always been that way. I, yes. I love when yes. people say, oh my, it's, so, yeah. it's way more messy than yeah. it's ever been. No, no. I mean, I think people used to get shot at Capitol Hill. Like yeah. That's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I remember hearing stories of the 70s where there was fist fights. Right? Yeah. So it has always been a mess. The problem is the the, the left wing government took over the Democrat Party, yep. and the Republican Party is not strong enough to bring that back into the middle, right? Yep. That's the problem. They're weak, they get involved too, yep. and you can follow the money trail, right? They're all making lots of money off of this. Every single one of them walk away with millions and millions of dollars. I read a, a, a Letitia James, the attorney general in New York. Her net worth was like thirteen million bucks. Yeah. You know, she owns a bunch of real estate. A lot of people aren't no happy kidding. with that. Isn't that funny? No kidding. She's going after Trump, and, and she's she's done a lot of the same things. We're gonna, level.
2: We're going to get to her. We're coming up against a heartbreak. We're going to get to her, too, Mike. That's on my topics for today because she is the most biased oh, attorney general in history. So we'll get sure. to that in a minute. Uh, folks, we will be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network.
0: You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest you know, to Washington, D.C. Two minutes later. My message to the the CEOs, the CEOs is it's $74 million, you know, collectively earning that. You know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to, to, yacht, to uh, ski behind it? All right, welcome
2: back, Financial Guys Radio Show on the Financial Guys Media Network. Mike Sparaza, Mike Lomas in studio. Glenn is off today. Mike, we're going to talk some insurance because we love insurance in this office. We just talked to Brian Ferracci. We're going to talk to Alec Toth now, who heads up our commercial division for TFG Home and Auto. Alec, um, you know we're seeing a lot right now with companies you know tightening their guidelines premiums going up brian said everything is going positive in his direction our our side of the business it's not negative because we can shop a lot of companies but rates are definitely going up across the board we can tell you from every company we know what some companies are applying for at the state level for rate increases um it has been a little bit difficult but we have positive stories and let's start with one on a personalized insurance for your home and auto
6: yeah sure thing mike i got a. we always talk about the glorious we gotta- Thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars in savings. I'll, I'll give you a, a normal circumstance with um, it's $73 in savings. We, f- we found $73. Okay. Really growling. <laughs> yeah. Per For year? Per year. Okay. <laughs> year. But the added benefit here was we doubled her liability on her auto. It's huge. We did five times the liability on her homeowners. Wow. F- maximized her medical payments. We added water backup, which is one of the
3: most common claims that we see on homeowners. Yes,
6: and we increase her homeowners coverage. Wow, for her
3: dwelling replacement so body. huge, huge. Save seventy three bucks, but actually, you know, it's funny when the financial guy started this line, it wasn't about making money or it was about protecting clients. We saw clients that got sued, and you know, for twenty five bucks more that, that year, they could have had a much better policy that would have protected them. Right? They just never went over it. So that that is huge. It's just as just as important as saving money as making sure you've got the. Right coverage that you need,
2: and I want to talk about the the you know the home coverage is great, the li- or the uh, the water backup's great, but I think the biggest thing you said there to me is liability because that's where we're seeing the majority of our claims. That's right the now. purpose
3: of it. Right? The purpose, yeah, the You forget a lot of times people think, well, it's mandated. I have yeah. to have it because I've got a mortgage. I have to have it because I got a loan on my auto. You do, but you really need to have it because if you accidentally hit somebody or somebody falls on your property, right? I mean, yeah. there's a reason why some of these law firms set up across from hospitals. You know why? Yep. Because they're willing to sue anybody, <laughs> and they set up strategically right where they need to. And you could be part of that little victimhood.
2: And they're not suing anymore, Mike, for like fifteen thousand dollars. That's the problem. They're starting now. I just we talked about it last it's week on the 15 radio. Fifteen grand—that's your grocery
3: bill, this the, week, yeah. right?
2: Right. Yeah. They're they they're now starting to sue for. We have a, a client right now going through something where the they evicted a tenant for not paying their bills, and the guy is suing them for one hundred
3: and fifty thousand dollars. I mean, it's insanity. Oh yeah, it's their fault. Yeah. It's insanity. Yeah, no, yeah, for and, sure. And, and Absolutely like, the landlord's fault that, that, that he can't pay his bills. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. especially in an environment where everybody's begging people to come to work. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. And, and I'll say this, Alec, too, on, on liability, Mike. You mentioned minimums. The minimum in the state of New York is twenty five thousand for auto per person, fifty thousand per accident, and ten thousand of property damage. You can't fix a bumper for ten thousand dollars on your vehicle anymore. We just had a client that I dealt with this week that he we went through the other party's insurance because it was a minor little fender bender, but the guy only had of coverage. Thank God the damage to his vehicle was only, you know, let's call it. Uh, 8000 If it was 20000 we would have had to go on to our own policy for something our client had nothing to do with. His vehicle was actually parked at the time. So be careful what you have and make sure you have what you need because it's, you're going to need it at some point. I promise you, we see it every day. Make sure you have the right coverage. Now, let's talk about a little business insurance, Al, because you're doing a lot with commercial clients right now. Tell us a little bit about what you saw this week.
6: Uh, absolutely. I had a, a very nice gentleman come in his medical office. He owns a professional condo. Okay, he comes in, he's confident, he's got a nice policy, just wants to take a look at it, thinking he's covered, got the building coverage in there. I take a look at the policy, sit down and review it. He's got zero building coverage on that.
2: Wow. Zero. Okay. So let's, just so people understand, what happens if the building burns down in that scenario?
6: Uh, the HOA is responsible for the actual dwelling, putting yep. the frame back up. But once you get to the studs, studs in is the condo owner. Huh. Okay. That's your your flooring, your doors, your carpet, your cabinetry, all of that jazz. That's what you're responsible for. Hmm. And if the policy is not written correctly, and it it could depend on the carrier-by-carrier basis, in this instance, we wrote with that carrier, and he did not have building coverage for the studs in. And this is a 3,000-square-foot building. That's a lot of money. It stacks up very quickly. Oh, for sure.
2: So, so in that, for, for folks out there, condos are a little bit different than homes or businesses are a little different than homes. But if you don't have, for 3,000 square feet, that could be anywhere from two hundred to 300,000 potentially of what you have in there, upgrades and anything inside it in terms of that's attached to the building. That's a big loss that a business owner has to eat if they don't have the coverage the right We're way. spot on. Alec. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. 833-FIN-GUYS. Yeah, I should have asked way. that. I we forgot to ask folks. that. 833-FIN-GUYS 833 833 or TFGhomeAuto.com. Um, Alec, thanks again, and, and you've been doing a great job for commercial clients. Business owners out there, give us a call again. We will look at this stuff for you, tell you either stay where you are, you're doing great, or we can help you save save money or get better coverage. And, and let
3: me add to that for you business yep. owners that think like us, That's another point, opportunity yeah. to work with companies that think like you, and we love that. You know, yep. Business owners come in, we're saving them money on their yep. warehouse insurance or their restaurant insurance yep. or whatever it is, but we get to work with folks that think like us. 833-FIN-GUYS.
2: And we don't just write policies and then leave alone right we are here if you have claims issues if you have billing issues if you have any underwriting issues that's what we do too we're not just a place that writes a policy and then you got to call a 1-800 number for the rest of the time we service those accounts and we are here to help you with any questions concerns or issues that you may have with your policy so again alec thanks for joining us appreciate it Uh, thank you fellas All right, Mike, let's go back to Chrissy Casilio for a minute here. So, uh, again, two debates in now. The St. Joe's debate, which was last week,
3: and then the WIVB or Channel 4 debate this week. I love, by the way, not to cut you off, but I love, by the way, that all these media outlets are so concerned that she's got no experience. Right, right. No experience. She had no experience. What well, didn't Mark have no experience? What what didn't wasn't Mark an attorney when he ran? So well, was was that a mistake, media? When he beat Collins? Should, should he not have run? Because he didn't have any experience, right?
2: Well, well, here's what cracks me up about that too. We actually had somebody write into us to say that, Mike. Here, here's what cracks me up about something like that too. So so, if experience is everything, tell me how it's going with Joe Biden, who's been there for five decades, right? <laughs> right. Tell me something how that's it right. went with Chuck. With, how's, how's New York doing with Chuck, yeah, e Chuck Schumer. Schumer? Yeah, yeah. Pelosi that's, in California and Gavin Newsom in California.
3: Things are going really well in New York and yeah, California. That's exactly why we need somebody different. <laughs> right. Yes, because exactly. they have no experience. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because guess what? The experience leads to the experience leads to somehow having a salary of a hundred or one hundred fifty thousand bucks and walking away with millions, and if not hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Yeah. That's the quote experience. Yeah, I. I don't want that anymore as no. a taxpayer. You know no. what I want? I want a business owner who's going to come in and independently look at some of this stuff, yeah. and and you know say, all right, let's assess this. And Marcus said time and time again, you cannot run it like a business. Oh, yes, you can. Yep. And and every single one of these business are these these um, government agencies that don't run it like a business. That's how they're in debt. That's how they're broke. You know, yep. it's real easy to spend other people's money, yep. right? It's not easy to keep a balanced budget to make. sure we've got maybe some money in the bank, and then more importantly, because we have to do this at some point to start to be a little bit competitive, start to actually cut the size of government, to cut taxes, so maybe some of these people will come back. Maybe you, or I think Ron Reinstein said it to me the other day. It was something like 545,000 New York taxpayers left in the last two years. Yeah, Reinstein sent that. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. 545,000. Now, these are not the welfare recipients. Yep. These are not the folks sucking off the system and bleeding us dry. These are the taxpayers, and they're the top taxpayers. These are not the people paying $5,000 or $2,000 in New York State. These are the people paying 50 grand, a $100,000 in New yep. York State. These are the people that book the banquet halls. These are the people... People that go out to nice dinners and keep those places alive. Yep. These are the people that go out to the shows and buy the, and buy the Sabres tickets, right? That Whether you like it or not, liberals, that's what runs the economic system.
2: And by the way, folks out there that don't know, we have multiple businesses with clients from all over Western New York and Rochester. Mike, not a week goes by where I don't get a phone call. Mike, um, you know, I, I got to tell you, we're moving to Florida. Right. I got to oh, tell every you, we're moving week. to every, And that's oh, just yeah. my department. I can only imagine what you guys deal with, too. Every single week, we're dealing with that so it is happening so this idea out there that like buffalo's growing well it's not because people are leaving and leaving at at rapid rates too by the way most of which mike as you pointed out are actual taxpayers that's a problem when you're when you're filling the backlog of taxpayers with non-taxpayers it's not a good bet and i'm just going to go back mike before we play a clip to your point about you know running it like a business we're 33 trillion dollars in debt yeah we're not running it like a business and it's not working. So don't tell me that your solution works because it's proven not to. Yeah. We're spending I think I've talked to Colonel McGregor, Douglas McGregor, who's talked about the the wars overseas a lot. Um four point five trillion a year, Mike, are on entitlement plans. Yeah. That's what we're paying on entitlement plans. Another trillion for defense by the way. And he said, with the trillion in defense, here's the problem. Our army is the weakest it's ever been. We're actually, we can't get people to join the army.
3: The the one thing that they should do. Right. Right. The one thing that they should be involved with and the one thing that should run. And and a little different in that you're not looking, of course, to make a profit. Right. But you certainly are looking to, quote, break even. Right. right? The thought behind government is we're going to bring in the revenue we need to pay for some of the basic essentials like the military that we need. Right. Maybe some of the infrastructure. Right. The schools that should be giving back to the community. Right. Mm-hmm. That, uh, the, 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 and by the way if we looked at every single one of these departments and said well wait a minute Mike and Mike take a step back for a second. We've spent trillions of dollars fighting the war on welfare, but look at what's happened. Less people have become poor. Right. Yeah, yeah we've got debt, but less people have become poor. Okay, well, there might be an argument there, right. but that hasn't happened. Not we put ourselves in all kinds of debt, and the opposite happens, right? Well, Mike, you were always you're complaining about the Department of Education. Look at the Department of Education. Look at when we implemented it. Look at the success we've had in these school districts, and now we're ranked number two in the world, or number one in the world, right, which is where we should be um, with all the opportunities that these kids had. No, the opposite has happened, right? Schooling's gotten worse. The debt's gone up. Uh, education's gotten worse. And the answer is, well, let's just dumb them down. Let's lower the test scores yep. to get more kids out, right? But you can't say, okay, we spent more money and things got better. We can say we spent a lot more money and things got a lot worse, right? So that tells me, I don't know, I don't need to have a degree from Harvard to say this is not working. When your fifth graders are reading at a second
2: grade level, that's a problem. And that's happening across the country. Every county, every city has it. Fifth graders reading at a second grader's level, that's problematic, Mike, to your point about the Department of Education. I'm just going to go back real quick, and then we're going to hit a quick break and come back to Chrissy, I promise, with clips. But, Mike, when I talked to Colonel McGregor, too, he said, here's the problem with the $1 trillion in defense spending. Our military's getting weaker, and we have a million different generals and sergeants, and you don't need all those things, right? You could... Bring Bring the budget for the the, uh, military down to 500 million and still be as effective as you are with, or 500 billion, excuse me, and you can still be as effective as you are with a trillion. That's the other problem. So we're we're spending more to get far less, and we could just spend less and get way more, if that makes sense. Folks, if you get throughout the week, eight three three fin guys. I promise right after this we're gonna to go to a full segment of clips from the Mark Pollenkar's Chrissy Casilio debate. Election day is a week and a half out. I Tuesday I always get this wrong. Is it the seventh, the eighth? Tuesday the 7th is election day. Uh, get out to vote. We need change in Erie County. Christy Casilio is a great answer for change. Someone, as Mike pointed out, not a career politician. I love the sound of that here in Erie County in western New York. Rochester, same for you. Get out there and vote. Uh, we need you now to vote
3: better You, than you ever. know, you got to get on the phone. I was talking to somebody the other day, yeah. and they said, you know, it's just so frustrating. I said, yeah. well, here's the thing. you got to go down swinging. Yeah. Call your mom. Yeah. Call your brother. Call your sister. Call your aunt. Get them to show up, right? Yeah. Every vote matters in these elections because it is so thinly con- you know voted on. Yep. I mean so get out there. Get your grandmother, right? The Democrats are gonna bring dead people back. Yep. So you gotta you gotta do, do twice the the, the workload to, to break even.
2: And I don't want to hear any more from anybody. Uh it's we're a blue state. It's not worth my vote. It is worth your vote. Always get worth. out Trade there and, this, and vote. Always please. always worth fighting for. And I don't care if you're in a blue district or not, you're you live in America for the opportunity and the right to vote. Get out and vote. All right folks, we will be right back here after this short commercial break.
3: The Financial Guys, we don't have safe spaces. Financial Guys Media Network. All
2: right, welcome back. Financial Guys Radio Show. Mike Sparraza, Mike Lomas here in studio today. Um, I want to plug two events again, Mike. We have two great events coming up here at the Financial Guys headquarters on Spindrift Drive in Williamsville, ready, set, retire. A, a collaboration with E.G. Tax on this one, Mike. Uh, here at our office, a free seminar starting at nine thirty AM. We'll have all our departments here. We'll also have E.G. Tax here to cover all forms of retirement planning, taxes, insurance, you name it. You can sign up on financialguys.com/slash events. Again, that's November eleventh at 9.30 a.m., and then Mike Hayflick's got a great seminar, Social Security Optimization, November 15th at 6 p.m. Mike, you know this better than I do, but that one seems to book up every time early for the yeah. Social Security
3: uh, planning Look Well, look, at, it, it's Social Security, you've put in a record amount of money into that. You're never going to get back what you put on, into it, but you got to optimize it, right? Yep. You got to try to get back as much as you possibly can within living a certain lifestyle. And I know there's a lot of simple, like, break-even analysis type stuff out there. Mike like certified Social Security expert, takes it to a whole new level, yep. and his software does it as well. So if you're yep. thinking about retirement, you have to think Social Security. Uh, have to have a certified expert, I think, because you only get one chance to make the right decision. So, it's a great workshop. What's that workshop again? What's That, that
2: is November 15th at 6 p.m. here at our office. In
3: Williamsville, yeah. In Williamsville.
2: And yeah. then Ready, Set, Retire again with EG Tax is November 11th at 9.30. Both of those
3: events go to financialguys.com slash events, and you can register early for yeah, those. And we'll have some, uh, in in the next 12 months, we'll have more coming out, more workshops coming out in the Rochester area as well. So, awesome. But, uh, of course, you can pop into our office office at any time, whether it's Buffalo, Batavia, Rochester, 833-FINN, guys. Okay, because now I've promised for three segments, Mike, we will get to
2: clips from Chrissy Casillo here. Um, this is Chrissy Casillo in the debate talking about, I think, Mike, maybe the most important issue in this election, which is the free flow of illegal migrants coming to Buffalo, New York, coming to the country, period. But yeah. in this specific, you have Mark's country,
3: response in there, by
2: the way, I don't know if I have Mark's response. Okay.
3: I, I'll see here. I'll play this. Yeah, clip. We, we have to find that because he blames yeah. it on the federal government, which is yeah. his friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people that That's
2: he a, says are doing so great because yeah. this is
3: a federal mm-hmm. problem. Yeah, yeah, it is partially a federal, but a big part of it is, you know, the open border that your buddies have left open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with you, Mary. Yeah,
2: that guy that you continue to tweet about and say is the greatest president of our lifetime. Yeah, yeah that, yeah, that one. That guy, yeah. yeah. Alright, here's Chrissy Casillo on the migrant crisis here in western New York.
4: As far as the migrants, the bottom line is this. We were told that they were vetted, and that was a lie. Lie. We were told that this was... Sorry, I'm going to start with that, because that is the most important thing. That's
2: right. New York City told us they were vetted. Mark Poloncarz talked to his pals in
3: Albany and in New York City did, and told us they Did anybody with a pulse actually believe that? No. I, I mean, the Demo- I, th- no. I think they did. Like, some of these Democrats well, are like, yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah, they've been vetted, yeah. Okay, these are the same people that can run nothing. Right. Nothing. They can't right. run a website. Right? Yep. Did Did you ever go into one of these government agencies and see if you can get help? You can't. Yep. Yep. Right? They're run miserable failures. Right? Yep. Who in the world thought that these people had been vetted? And oh, here's the process. Are you a good person? Yep. Uh, yes. Well, they, they say C, yeah. right, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: yes. But, yes. Oh, okay. I think you would <laughs> be fine. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're fine. Is there a poss- a very yeah. strong possibility that you'll vote Democrat if you come in and yeah. eventually you get your your way to vote? Yes. Okay. You're good. And and I'm going to get to, Mike, I just want to tease this for later too.
2: This is what happens, by the way, when you have zero law and order and you have zero plan to address crime as well. And this is going into that. In Las Vegas, those two kids that were arrested – for killing that uh, that retired police chief when he was just driving his bike, they ran him over and live streamed it. They are in court laughing and joking and 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 giving you know mean mugging the the family of that person. Yeah, Th- this is what happens when when you do this type of stuff. They don't think that there's any rules or or consequences for their actions, and it's the same thing with the well, migrants. They're, migrants.
3: They're, they're in a lot of these blue states. There's not right. I mean, try that in Florida. <laughs> right. Not going to happen again. Right? right. You break into a house in Florida yep. and you try to steal their flat screen TV. TV, there's a chance you might get a slug in your stomach, right? right? And guess what? Your buddies aren't coming back to steal the neighbor's TV, no, right? Uh, but not, crime down to a 50-year low. Again, yep. looking at the actual results of what you spent money on yep. or how you've done stuff, right? Yep. Okay, Florida is this crazy right-wing state. Well, how's crime? Yeah, oh, a 90-year low in the state in in Miami. I, I would say that's a good thing. Results look pretty good there. Yeah, yeah, they look. Yeah. Pretty good. So wait a minute. You're telling me more people are moving in, but crime is going down yep Hmm.
4: wow interesting Interesting.
3: here's more from chrissy
4: we were told that they were vetted and that was a lie we were told that this was not going to cost us erie county resources that was a lie as well
2: which we also we
4: also were never given the true answer about how many were coming here what the vetting process is what their health status is and how this plan will play out and to this day we still do not have the answer
3: How about also the fact that they sneak these people in at weird hours? Right. They drop them off from a bus at 11 o'clock at night, right? Uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, right? Why aren't they coming in at 8 o'clock in the morning when everybody's on their way to work, right? Why is that, right? Why, by the way, why is it that they bring them into Cheektawaga, Waga. Or they bring him into Amherst. Yep. Why don't they bring him into Mark Polenkarski's town? Yep. But first of all, his his buddy Gal Bernstein, the health commissioner, she made four hundred thousand dollars in overtime. She's money got some extra years. money to house him. I, I would yeah. have, I would imagine with four hundred grand, yeah. she would have been able to, uh, to house a few of these people. My understanding is Mark doesn't have any kids, right? Owns yep. a house. Yep. Hey, look at I have a ton of respect for these people. By the way, I might not agree with it, but if I found out that. Mark Polanikir's house was packed. Uh, Gail Bernstein's house was packed with illegal immigrants. I'd say, look at you're putting your money where your mouth is, right? Not one of them. Not one of them ever do this. Not yep. one of them. In fact, they do the same thing with charities. Oh, the, the nasty Republicans aren't charitable, really? That's funny because they're the ones actually donating to the charities, yep. right? These nasty Republicans. They hate the environment. Yep. It's funny because I don't see a lot of liberals taking trees out of a uh, Home Depot and Lowe's in the in the yep. in the spring and in the fall, right? You know yep. who's doing that? The, the, the nasty Republicans, that's who's doing
2: that. Well, remember, uh, before we play one last clip, this is actually an ad that went out on TV this week, and, and, and I want to play that in a minute, but... Um <laughs> What's funny, Mike? Remember, remember Martha's Vineyard? It was like, oh, we love the idea of migrants, and they showed fifty of them showed up. They're like, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Bring in the national guard. We need a hundred national guys. We can't have this. And then they're like waving on the way out, like, oh, we're so sorry you had to leave, but our nice homes. We need- I'm sorry, yeah. sorry yeah. about that.
3: These these homes yeah. that are vacant eighty yeah. percent of the yeah. year. Yeah. We yeah. just can't have you here. I'm yeah. sorry. With fifteen bedrooms each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah amazing, by yeah. the way, because yeah. they they were all they were just appalled, yeah, and and disgusted. They actually tried to put the blame on Texas. Yeah. like how dare you do this? Yeah. Right, and and the and the liberal media ate it up. Yeah, like oh, how could they be so mean to these people? Wait yeah. a minute. Yeah, uh, just. It's bizarre world. Yeah. It's like anybody with a brain. Like, what is the, Are you are you watching this? Are, are you is this is this registering from one side of your head to the other? And or? then they had the stones to say we need to remain in Texas law. So these yeah. people stay in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay, sounds good. A remain in yeah. Texas law. Texas dealing with millions of them. Not a problem at all. <laughs> no, nothing, not a nothing, problem. Nothing. Not a problem. Very unsympathetic, by the way. You nasty people. You put them on a nice uh, private jet and, th- and brought them up to Martha's Vineyard. Why would you do that to us? Yes. Why? Why would you? How dare you? like
2: real quick i want to play a bombshell ad that's going out right now um this this could drastically change the race here we we only have about a minute so i'm going to play the 30 second clip this is right now um from the our town pack that they're putting out here uh, uh, and it pretty much sums up what we all feel and it actually deals with the migrant crisis i'm going to play this real quick Usman bermudez accused of raping
0: a woman in an erie county hotel room sit here Thanks to Liberals' program to let illegal immigrants roam free. Mark Polen Cars welcomed them, calling common sense measures to deal with the crisis morally repugnant. Polen cars' failed judgment, put our community at risk, made us less safe. Mark Polen Cars, dangerous, untrustworthy, not up for the job. Paid for by Our Town Pack.
2: I'd also like to add one more word in there. We got thirty seconds, Mike. I'd like to add one more word in there. Unhinged. Mark
3: Mark Cohen Cars is unhinged too. Yeah. Um, Nobody else would get away with this on the Republican no, side. No, never, no, never. You threaten the process server. Now, now, you know, now this with your with your spops. By the way, she gave him money. She, he gave her money. Yeah, he gave her I mean, No yeah. way would yeah. any would any Republican get away with this. They, they would be doing the investigative reporting that they're supposed to be doing. Channel two four seven here.
2: I love it. Common sense measures as morally repugnant. They love their little sayings on the left. That's
3: fantastic. <laughs> Well, folks, we that got Canadian. By the way, we got to play that. He's too. great. He we great. got to. Hey, live vote I for him?
2: me. Common sense. Yeah, <laughs> and he's right. Yeah, folks, we got a full hour to go. Stay with us here.
0: We will be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel uh, uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation. Infre- infre- infre-
1: All right. God save the queen, man.
3: It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program.
2: All right, welcome back, Mike Spurazza, Mike Lomas in studio today, Financial Guys Radio Show. Mike, we are going to go to some national stuff for the remainder of the show here. There's a lot to get to. Uh, you know, multiple wars on foreign soil that we're now paying for. Open borders here in America. There was a, a mass shooting this week. Uh, Joe Biden doing Joe Biden things, reading or taking you know pre-recorded questions, of course. Um, Tish James, I want to get to later in the show as well. She's a real
3: peach. She's a real hoot, that one. That's scary, by the way, when people have that kind of power and you know they're I mean she said uh, I mean, for those of you on the left that go well she's just doing her job no no your job Leticia's job is not to come into office saying I'm going to attack somebody yep. I'm going to go after this person yep. your job is when problems happen then you look at them but you don't say boy I don't really think I like Mike Lomas or Glenn Wiggle so my job is to figure out how I'm going to attack them and get them in trouble over the next five years
2: so uh, well, let's actually start with her Mike because we're talking about it right now so, so here's the problem the problem is you have an attorney General, right now, that is essentially running a campaign again. Mike, yeah. she's tweeting about Donald Trump all day. Right, she's putting out facts. I mean, look, she t- she put out a tweet the other day when Donald Trump tried to buy the bills. He said he was worth eight billion. He was only worth one point four billion. Tish, these are your numbers. You also said that Marlago was worth like twenty million dollars. Yeah. So I don't yeah.
3: really trust your uh, figures. Let's yeah. say, let's see, if you're willing to sell that somehow to us for twenty million dollars, well, I will put together an investment group tomorrow, yesterday, to buy that property for yeah. twenty million. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I will. I
2: will be all for that. I'll, I'll join in on that, Mike, because that property not only just so we could have it and have a great time there, but also if you want to sell it like the next hour, yeah. you'd make about five hundred million dollars. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, it's yeah. it's the, the properties there are are crazy. And- And um, and it's not even close to that. But here's the thing. And we've said this time and time again. The banks get to decide that net worth, right? The bills get to decide that net worth, Mm -hmm. right? If I go and apply for a home equity loan because I want to open up a pizzeria, I don't just go down to the bank and say, hey, look, I think my house is worth $5 million when it's worth $500,000, right? I can do that. I can say that. But they're going to do something, call called an appraisal. Yep. I know, and I know it's yeah, crazy. I know it's crazy. Yeah, and they're going to come back and say, yes, it is worth what you think, and we'll give you a, a home equity loan. Are they going to say, no, I know you think it's worth $5 million, but it's really not in our opinion, right?
2: Well, let's talk real estate for a second, Mike. Let's talk about this building that you and Glenn bought here in Waynesville. Yeah. If the owner of the building that was selling to you said, Mike, I think this building's worth $25 million. Yeah, we would have said to keep it. You would have said keep it. But let's just say you wanted to buy it for $25 million. You would have gone to a bank, like you said, and the bank would have came out to this building and said, nope, that's, right. that's not what it's worth. Nope. We will not give you any funding for it. And the insurance company, by the way, which is what I do every day, because this was the other problem that Tish James brought up was with the insurance. The insurance, if I went out there and said, I want to insure this building that we're here in Williamsville at $25 million, they would say, that sounds great. Do it with somebody else. Because we're not putting our name on twenty five million on that building, if it's not worth that, right? That's how insurance and financial systems work when it, to, when it comes to real estate, um, and that's what's so, so frustrating about it. That she's pushing this out there, and by the way, Mike, just just to say. Uh, Donald Trump paid every single penny of all of those loans. By the right. way. Every single penny was not back payments on any of it, didn't have taxes on any of it. Donald Trump paid every single penny on those loans. Who is the victim here? I still don't have that answer for this this charge. Who is the victim? But I do want to go back to her, her campaign, Mike. She campaigned in 2020, I believe it was, uh, for the attorney general position. This is a a video from um, one of her campaign events, and I want to say this too because she is claiming to be unbiased. She she calls everybody else racist. She calls everybody else misogynistic. Let's hear this: what she had to say during one of her campaign rallies.
4: To stand up to an, an administration
1: which is too male,
4: too pale,
1: and too stale.
2: Too male, (laughs) for those out there who don't know, that means men. (laughs) Too pale. Some days to them. Some days. For those out there who don't know what too pale is, that means too white as in people being white.
3: Disgusting. racist. Um, She's a racist scum.
2: Yeah, and by the way, this is great. In this video, people can't see it out there. There's a ton of signs that say, I stand with immigrant New York. That's great. That, that really aged well. I stand with immigrant New York. Do you mean legal immigrants or legal immigrants? Um, this is the type of people, Mike, that are in charge and that are able to <laughs> charge people with things. As you pointed out before, that to me is very concerning, that we don't know... We don't, we have people in charge right now that are willing to go put anybody in jail because they don't like them or their beliefs. That's horrifying.
3: No, that's scary. That's not America. And that's uh, either way. Either side of the aisle, you just don't do that, right? It's yep. just, it, it's it's disgusting behavior, and it's sad that the Democrat Party is at that point now, where they are so scared of this guy. Now, what are you scared of? What, what are you scared of? I hear he's a racist. Okay, well, show me the videos of him being a racist. Where are they? Oh, I can't find it. Anymore.
2: There's interviews of, of his his minority
3: employees that say, we love this guy. Yeah. We no. love this guy. He's treated, well, you know what he yeah. does? He treats everybody equal. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not easy. By the way, yep. you know, uh, oh, I, you're treating me this way because of the color of my skin. No, I'm treating you this way because you didn't show up for work on time. Right, right. He's treated everybody equally, and he doesn't care. In fact, I, um, I'm sure many in many in the Republican Party wanted him to pick a black female last time as vice president. Yep. He didn't do that. Yep. Why? Because he was trying to go out and find what he thought to be the most qualified candidate to help him with his agenda of hopefully lowering regulations and lowering taxes. Which is what he did.
2: Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, again, I I hope that our country doesn't go down this road every time. And here's what scares me, Mike, and, and I don't want this at all, but it scares me. Is this what we're going to do now every time we have a different party
3: in power? We're just going to investigate, well, prosecute, and persecute people? Is that what Well, the what we're Republicans doing? don't seem to do that, right? right. And right. there is. You know what's amazing is that anytime the Democrats are saying we need to go after this or that, they're doing it themselves, yep. right? So they need to go after Donald Trump. But it's actually Joe Biden who we've got records going and Hunter Biden that show they're extorting money from other countries, right? We actually have Joe Biden on videotape saying you're not going to get what you want unless you do this. Right?
2: A two thousand, a two hundred thousand dollar payment, Mike, from Jim Biden to Joe Biden. Does we right. get an
3: explanation on that? That's Is right. That okay, that's right. Right. Well, you got fifty thousand dollars a month rent yeah. from Hunter Biden, crackhead yeah. Hunter Biden, to the big guy, his dad, yeah. every month to rent a house that's worth five thousand yeah. dollars. We actually have that, right? Yeah. We see it.
2: Yeah. Um, now, Mike, I, I do want to mention one more thing too about like, our point with Chish James, folks. When you go look at voting, do your homework on who these people are and what they believe in okay don't just blindly vote by oh i'm a democrat so i'll just vote democrat all the way along i don't care if you're right left or center you do not want someone like Tis james running the attorney general's office in any state that is scary right and by the way like i said she's running a campaign on social media right now essentially for her next role whatever that is i don't know is it governor is it a senator i, I don't know but she's running
3: a campaign i can tell you that because every day she's trying to get a social media click which is problematic oh yeah watch well, watch and see. She's she's up to 13-14 million now. Yep. She'll she'll get that net worth up to 50-70 million. Yep. That's that's what they do, right? Chucky Schumer, he's at 70-80 million right now, yep. you know. Little weak compared to the Pelosi's, but but yep. they'll they'll make the numbers. They'll try. Yeah. Uh Mike, speaking of Mitch, trying- Mitch McConnell. Mitch yeah. McConnell, he's 50 million. Yep. You know, it's yep. he's not at the Obama level, but yep. it's a good it was a good run. Uh, uh, I Diane mean, Feinstein, I, I, she's got to be worth a few hundred million. She sold Two homes, I think twenty and twenty five million or something like that, a and a jet before airplane. She passed, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and the jet yeah. airplane. Yeah. yeah. Now,
2: uh, speaking of trying to enrich themselves
3: and making more money, being
2: in politics, Gavin Newsom. I don't know if you saw this, Mike. Oh yeah, he held He's a in- surprise meeting with President Xi. Yeah, that's exactly what he should be doing for California. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Why, ask yourself this, folks. Why is and this is what I've said too about like Kathy Hochul going to Israel last week. It cracks me up. Why are governors of failing states? Literally failing. Homelessness at all-time highs, drug overdoses at all-time highs, suicides at all-time highs, crime at all-time highs. Why are these people going to foreign nations to say, let me tell you how you should run your country? That's right. They can't figure out a small state. And I know New York and California are big. I'm just making a point. Compared to China,
3: New York and California are like a pimple. His, his platform, Mike, was that he was going to end homelessness yeah. Yeah. within four years working out that's what he was going to do yeah right Uh, again what 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 did you run on what did you spend money on and what is the outcome of that right that's why when i hear you can't run the government like a business well if you don't run it like a a business that's what you get you get crappy outcomes right and then you get good feelings i feel good because i'm trying to do something but if the results are worse shouldn't we go back and try something different right if we run on the platform of i'm going to get rid of homelessness And eight years later, homelessness is way worse wouldn't we try to change directions? Wouldn't we try to do something different?
2: Right. Well, what cracks me up, Hollywood's right in the center of that, right? It's in L.A. or right outside L.A. What cracks me up about that is then they're like, my car's getting stolen into or broken into. (laughs) Well, that's why maybe you should not vote for Gavin Newsom and try something else because your policies are failing. New York and California have been blue for a long time now. It's not working. It's evident. We all can see it. That's the beauty of social media. Social media has a lot of issues, but the beauty of it is we can see this stuff every day by just looking at videos of cars being broken into buildings being burned down people getting robbed or thrown in front of subways we can see it um Folks, we are going to go to a short break real quick. Don't forget about our podcast Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays and our morning show, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 8.15. It's a 15-minute morning brief, five topics, three minutes or less. Mike Hayflick and I run that. Generally, Mike, you sub in for me or Mike a few times a month, too, on that. Um, And then our radio show, of course, every single Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. on WBN and WHM. No matter where you are in the country now, download the app. You can listen to our radio show live through the app, and you can get all of this content on our financial guys media app on your tablet on your phone go download that app it's a lot of fun we we love doing it and we want to continue to to grow more content for you because we have a great time with it and i can't stress enough it is not something for us every week that we're like oh we got to do a podcast we love doing it we get all hot and bothered It's, it's it's good listening so folks download that app to hear that we will be right back here on the financial guys media network
3: you're listening to the financial guys I mean, we want to talk about just smacking you as a taxpayer right in the face. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
2: All righty. Welcome back. Financial guys radio show. Mike Lomas, Mike Sparraza in studio today. Uh, Mike, we were just talking a little bit about Tish James here in New York, little Gavin Newsom. I do want to go to uh, one of the biggest things this week. We have a house speaker now, so that was voted on. Um, you said you're happy about it. I agree. I like that we're not just handing it to somebody like Kevin McCarthy yeah. or Jim Jordan or anybody.
3: Yeah, well, he's got a more conservative track record, too.
2: Yes. Yeah. My only my only issue with the way it is, and, and you've said this, and you said this earlier in the show, it, it's a Hollywood show, and it's always been that way. My, my problem with it now, though, Mike, is that this is now, both sides of the aisle, by the way, this is not just conservatives or, or Democrats, both sides of the aisle, they do these speeches and these rah-rah things, the way they do roll call, they're yelling out stuff, it's all for social media clicks. That's my problem with it. It's not to better us, Mike, or America, or their constituents. It's all for social <laughs> media clicks. That drives me nuts. These people are looking, and for the the, the high majority of them, I would say well over ninety percent, are there, Mike, to enrich themselves, make a name for themselves, get their social media following up. That's
3: problematic to me. Yeah, well, it should be. There should be term limits. There I should agree be term limits. And, yeah. and if you would have told me that twenty years ago, which we did, we had radio shows on it, and I said, yeah. no, 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 the voters get to decide. The voters get. To decide, the voters get to decide. But these people, to your point, they get in there, they get all kinds of money, right? They get money from people who they now have to give favors to. They do those favors, then they get on boards, they buy stocks that they have inside information on. If any of us ever did that, we'd end up in jail, right? So they do all this stuff, and they walk away with hundreds of millions of dollars. They don't walk away, you know, with hardly any money or what I would say a normal portfolio. Where you'd say, "Okay, look at that was pretty stressful. You spent four or five years, or eight years, or ten years there. You're you are stressful. You boy, you you really you put your grunt work in, right?" It, to your point, they're walking away. There's something not right with that, right? Like I, we can smell a rat. We run yep. financial firms, right? When um, it was the uh, the Ponzi scheme guy Bernie Madoff? Made off, right, yeah, right. Um, that that did, you, you, a nine year old could have figured that out. Right, right. He had the stock market's down thirty percent. He's up five. The stock market's up five. He's up ten. Right. That would be like a professional baseball player showing up and hitting ninety percent of the time. Right. Never happens ever. Ever, you know, doesn't happen. There's something that's got to be a robot. That's not a human that can do that, right? It's the same thing here. We look at you cannot reverse engineer their stock trades and their net worth and say, look, there's not. We work with folks that are on MSNBC, CNBC all the time. They've got multiple degrees. They've run huge hedge funds. Deal with them all the time. Nobody can reverse engineer Nancy Pelosi's net worth. Nobody can reverse engineer uh, Chuck Chuck Schumer's net worth. Right? Started at twenty. Twenty-three didn't make all kinds of big money, you know, being a politician, and somehow he's worth eighty or ninety million dollars.
2: And I think this is where, like, you and I would agree with this. We're not saying that politicians should make five dollars a year either, right? Like, I'm not saying
3: you shouldn't be able to make a living for no, your but in it, your terms, term term limits. But... I've always said if it smells like an outhouse and it looks like an outhouse, yeah. it's probably an outhouse,
2: right? And it's it's and again to your point, it's not hard to figure out. <laughs> nope. And really, at the end of the day, these people. The worst part is not only do they make a career in politics, you know, Joe Biden fifty years. They make a ton of money, but then they tell all of us, look, we're here to help the poor. That's right. No, you're
3: not. That's right. No, you're not, because you were never poor, if, really. If you watch them, what they are very strategic and good at is, and Warren Buffett has, has been a good leader in this and teaching them, is that you convert your assets to capital assets, right? Yep. So you buy things like stocks and individual stocks and individual bonds. Yep. You buy real estate, like Dianne Feinstein, and then you pay capital gains. And then when you come out, and you say, I'm not in a high enough tax bracket. We need to increase the personal income tax rates. That's going to hurt the everyday mom and pop that doesn't have 40 or $50 million in capital yep. assets, right? So you and I, we work really hard. We leverage our home. We start a pizzeria. We don't make any money our first three years or four years. We're paying down some of our debt. In year five, we finally make some money, right? Yep. Well, that's personal income. Yep. So, okay, now Obama and the Warren Buffetts of the world and the, and the Clintons of the world, they want to tax that at a higher rate. Right yep. now, $500,000 would be at about a 30% tax rate. They would love to take 40 or 50%, right? Well, why is that? Well, it's because they don't have ordinary income. They've got some ordinary income, but that's not their net worth. Yep. Their big net worth is these stocks that have gone from $20 a share to $100 a share. Guess what? They don't sell them? No taxes. Yep. Zero taxes, right? They have... Figured out the game. So, Warren Buffett, total dirtbag, the way he talks about tax policy, right? He knows darn well that he doesn't have personal income tax. He doesn't need it. He doesn't need income. He doesn't need a paycheck, right? Yep. He's got stocks that he's going to hold, and he's going to put, Put by the way, you can hire the best accountants and the best attorneys to be able to put huge chunks of this stuff in a trust. So now the trust is liable for it, not him, right? They've been able to shelter. Oh, by the way, his money is not going to the government when he passes away. It's going to this trust where somebody else is going to manage it and continue to, to see that flow. But he's not donating it to the to the very foundation, the U.S. government, that he's, he's encouraging you to pay higher taxes on. Donald
2: Trump. Trump said it perfect when he ran against Hillary Clinton, when she was complaining about his tax returns and complaining about all the stuff she was complaining about. Well, Hillary's doing the same thing, by the way.
3: Same exact thing. That's why when she says, I'm going to stop the hedge fund managers. No, you're not. No, you're not. They're all handing you money. You know you're not. And Donald Trump said exactly this. You won't care. You don't
2: care. Because if you did, you would have done this and all of your donors would have been mad at you. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly the problem. But first
3: of all, they've all been there for 40 or 50 years. Why haven't you changed it? Right. Right. Okay, Joe Biden. Why haven't you changed it? Right. Yeah. By the way, Joe Biden, too, with a lot of his stuff, Mike, before we get back to the House Speaker,
2: Joe Biden with a lot of his stuff, Joe Biden has changed quite a bit over the last 20 years on his stance on criminals, huge. drugs, huge the border, right? <laughs> huge. Goes
3: back to the money. If you yeah. follow the money, right, for him to stay in office, he needs the support of these liberal left-wing yeah. whack jobs that want to defund the police, and they think open borders are a great idea, right? So the Biden family realizing, hey, look, it, we can make millions of dollars if the big guy's still in office, this is the direction direction we got to move. Absolutely. Yep. If you listen to him, he was way stronger on crime than, than Trump was. And the border. Yeah, and for sure. Bo- and uh, Clinton the same way, by the way. Obamas. You can go back to some of those original speeches. The Obamas were very strategic. They Everyone knew they were left-wing radicals but they were smart enough to know, to know that at that time, he wasn't going to win if he was going to be a left-wing radical. So I've got to lie to you, and I've yep. got to say, I'm all for strong borders. I'm all for uh, you know safe communities. And then they get in, and they, they, they push their left-wing agenda down your throat.
2: We've had Matthew Colkin, who's a local immig- immigration attorney on our show, Mike, and he has said the Obama administration deported more people back to uh, you know south of the border than like every president what, for the last like 80 years yeah, did. What they're very good <laughs> at,
3: by the the Way, the Democrats are playing the long game. They are yep. very patient. Yep. They don't go away. I've said they're like herpes. You yep. think it's cured and it's just back. I, I've read yep. that in health class when I was a kid. <laughs> um, they just do not go away, yep. right? Yep. I, Obamacare, mark my words, right? Mike, um, you're a younger man than I am. If I'm gone and the good Lord has taken me, remember I said this Obamacare will be back at some point. Because yep. what they do is they throw it out there and then they let it simmer. And then they let it simmer, and then somebody else finds it. They did this with the Community Reinvestment yep. Act years ago, right? Then the banking crisis we went through in 2008, 2009, that goes all the way back to Jimmy Carter and redlining. And-, and The Clintons found this shiny little ball and said, oh, boy, we can use this to extort more money out of banks and get votes for it, right? Like climate change. Yeah, It will be back, I promise you. Somebody's going to find this in the future, and that's where the weak, spineless Republican Party gets very frustrating, right? Oh, if you elect me... I'm going to get rid of Obamacare. Well, that's what needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to be totally defunded and gone because it's out there still. And somebody's going to find that shiny ball, and they're going to dust it off in the future. And there's going to be another Bill and Hillary, and they're going to say, you know what? Boy, this is our chance to really socialize your medicine, right? It's there. The foundation's there. We just need to build it up.
2: And then we're going to a quick break here, Mike heartbreak. But, but and on top of that, Mike, what they'll then do, too, is pull the media in and say, see, just tell everybody it was great back then, and we should bring it back is what they'll do do on top yeah or or they'll just
3: or they'll just ignore it right or they'll just just ignore ignore it it, right which is even worse it's not what they say it's what they don't say all right
2: folks we're coming up against a hard break two segments left we got a few more topics to get to today we also have a couple guests coming up uh we will be right back here on the financial guys media network
3: you're listening to the financial guys Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas.
2: Hi, welcome back. Financial Guys radio show on the Financial Guys media network. Mike Spirazza, Mike Lomas in studio. Today, got about a half hour left here. We are going to go right to the phones and go to Phil Provenzano, who is our Medicare expert out in the Rochester office. Phil, thanks for joining us on a Saturday. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Thank you. So, Phil, what's going on? We've heard you are swamped in the Rochester area, helping a ton of people out with Medicare. It is open enrollment season, and that is always a busy time for you.
1: I love it. I love it. I telling you, I've never been this happy. I mean, 15 appointments every day, all day, 9 to 7 o'clock at night. I love it. I'm helping people. It's the best. It's my favorite time of year, to be honest with you, because... I get to help so many people in so many different ways,
3: and and I love it. I will say this. We've had so many compliments from the Rochester office on, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe how how much has helped me. And I've always said, look, it takes – sometimes you're in with folks for 10, 15 minutes, and sometimes you're in with them for 45 minutes, but it sure. does not hurt to understand – what you're in, and you know, earlier in the show, we had Brian Ferracci on, and he said, you know, a big chunk of our business, which a lot of people doesn't don't understand, is they don't actually leave the company they're in; they're just in the wrong program within the company they're in, right? Or they can improve themselves. So, I'm in XYZ Insurance Company, but I'm in XYZ Insurance Company Plan A, and I probably should be in Plan C.
1: Correct. I mean, guys, listen. I mean, this is it. it this is just you know, just today. You know, I know that this is not a normal, you know, we're working weekends, but just today, I mean, I had two phone calls with individuals that that one, they didn't even know what their, what plan they were on. Once I ran their situation and I got to mention this because this is the 15th time I counted. This is the 15th time this has happened this year. And we're not even two weeks into open enrollment. This person was moved from a plan without her knowledge three times in the last six months that seems problematic it, it is it's actually if, if I'm it's disgusting
3: yeah
2: criminal. it's It's <laughs>
1: it, 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 no it, it, it actually is criminal yeah and I'm I'm so upset because the last client that I spoke with right before you guys was in tears because she's like how, how would somebody do it It's very simple. If they have your Medicare number, they can switch you every single month without you knowing and and just take the 15 minute conversation with us. I I will make sure that you guys are pointed in the right direction. All I care about is, is that my clients are taken care of. I treat everybody like my own mother and father. What would I do for my own mother and father in this situation? And that's how I position my clients.
2: Well, and Phil, I think you said it perfect when you started the show. You're running 15 appointments a day, nine to seven. That you know, that's something you can do in 30 to 40 minutes, let's say, and help people to make sure. At the worst, you'll t- you'll tell them they can sleep well at night, and they know what's going on, and they're in the right plan. Or better, they can maybe save money, or they can get better coverage. Uh,
1: I mean, guys, and this is a true story. This just happened. Um, we have a client that has been on. Um, uh, she's a part of our uh, the, the family is a part of our eG tax relationship. Um, they they have been on the same plan for for years. and again, they thought they were on the right plan. and again, they they did think that. after a fifteen minute conversation, they just realized that I am gonna save them over three thousand dollars a year. Wow. by by just taking fifteen minutes out of their day,
0: yeah, unreal. And,
1: and, 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 and guys, I, I hope that my clients out there realize that this is not something that I do and say over the radio that is not the truth. This is an actual story that just happened. Oh. I mean, these are true stories.
3: Now, Phil, there's been a lot of changes, you know, Brian Fracci was saying, in the in the Western New York or the Buffalo market, I should say. I know yeah. every market's different. In Rochester, did you see a lot of changes this year uh, in comparison to sort of some of the years in the past?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I did and, and one of the things that I, I am noticing and and I don't know if it was the old Bernie Sanders trying to get this out there because he's been trying for decades, it seems like. But the 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 uh, dental vision and hearing, I'm gonna tell you, these plans are starting to step up with dental vision and hearing. Huh. And and what I'm noticing is that people are on plans that don't have dental. But our local carriers have really done the the good work and done their job and have improved the benefit to give people dental. If dental is an important factor in your Medicare needs, there are very, very, very specific and singular plans that are available for people that like dental or need dental.
3: Are some of those plans available right within the existing company they're in, too?
1: Oh, they, they are, I, I want them to stay in their existing companies. Gotcha, so, yes, okay. It's just, it's so they're just not moving companies often. It's just, no. hey,
3: you, again, going back no. to you're in plan A, you probably should be in plan C.
1: Correct, and, and I'll tell you, it oftentimes that is the case. I mean, we have a lot of Xerox, a lot of Kodak employees. They have been on these plans for 10, 20, 30 years since they retired. They have never looked at their plans. And, and it's just because it's easier to not do it. Yeah. But I can assure you I make this this process so easy. We got it down to a science. We ex- our team is exceptionally good at what we do and 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 our 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 success is speaking for that. We are really ramping up. We're really doing a good job for our clients, and I think that that's, that's becoming known. So. Uh,
3: yeah, so now how long do they have the, the Medicare season? When does that run out? I mean, you know, where they can make their changes.
1: Well, so the actual time period that our government gives is a whopping 54 days. Uh-huh. So I know that does not seem like a lot, but here's the thing that I will tell you. If you miss the quote-unquote deadline, That does not mean that you can't call us and we can't help you. There are specific special enrollments that exist throughout the 12 months that people don't even realize. But because we are so good and because we're educated in this field, we know about these special enrollments. We can help you outside of enrollment periods if that determines Uh, If that's so, you know, if we determine that's something that we need to do.
3: Yeah. Wow. Well, I would say this, folks. Don't wait. 833-FIN-GUYS if you need their help. Rochester office, very busy. Batavia office. And, of course, here in Buffalo, New York. You need help with your Medicare. You want a second opinion. Um, You want to just make sure that the plan you're in within your company is the right plan for you. Eight three three Fin guys, you know, you were talking about saving somebody three thousand dollars, and I think about all of our one stop shop departments, and we've had folks come in and save three thousand dollars on Medicare and get better coverage, and then save a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars on their home and auto, and this money starts to add up. It's like wait a minute, there's five thousand dollars there, and
1: they're in a better place. But they're, they're not only are they in a better place, but as we talk about Mike all the time, I mean our our approach to our our planning process is holistic planning we approach everything as a holistic plan. If we're saving you money on health insurance, if we're saving you money on, on home on auto, if we're making the appropriate decision on social security planning, that gives you more money in retirement, which you're on a fixed budget, to be able to do the things that you deserve to do after working for 40 years of your life. That's right. You know, so just, I, I, I can't tell you guys enough out there Just take 15 minutes out of your day. You get this opportunity once a year. Do it. It's not going to hurt. It's actually going to help.
3: Yep. 833-FIN-GUYS.
2: Phil, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Awesome.
1: Yeah, guys. Absolutely. Have a good day thanks again
2: and uh, folks uh, again uh, don't forget to uh that's another department in our office but ready set retire here at the financial guys headquarters on spindrift drive in collaboration with uh eg tax that will be an event here at our office november 11th at 9:30 a.m and mike hayflick and his team social security optimization seminar november 15th at 6 p.m go to financialguys.com slash events you can register for both of those mike real quick before the break I don't want to spend a ton of time because there's still a lot of details coming out. A mass shooting happened in Maine this week. And, uh, of course, everybody on the left is jumping to, we need gun control. Thoughts and prayers aren't good enough anymore. Um, Here's the problem with that whole let's get more regulation uh, idea. This individual, yet again, just like the Buffalo shooter, had a known mental health issue saying he was going to shoot something up again to compare to the Buffalo shooter. And we have some of the strictest gun laws here in New York. If you're not going to enforce legislation, more legislation is not going to fix the problem. No. And that's my problem. No, with they, don't, this.
3: they don't enforce the laws we have on the books. Right. right? The problem so, is, is, you've got illegal guns out there and they pull these people over and they're right back out. No right. cash is jailed or no the right. cash is bail. They're and, right back out in the streets. We've got plenty of rules in place. We do need more help with mental illness right of course we and do. we used to have that yeah and they've said they meaning the democrats well you can't put the stigma on somebody that's the same thing with cassius bell by the way yep. why do they want to let these people out of jail because little Billy robbed when he was 20 years old, but that can't be on his record forever because little Billy's not going to get a job. So if we let him out of jail and just give him a second chance, he'll be okay. The problem is it's second, third, fourth. The same thing is true with these mental institutions. We used to have institutions that would help people. They'd get medicated, they'd get they'd get the help that they need, and they would go back out and be productive members of society. Oh, but we can't have that on their track record. So now they're right back out. Right back out. These people People that need help more than ever are right back out on the streets with nowhere to go
2: from what's come out so far this guy was a a former veteran or a veteran he was formerly in the military he was a a uh, a shooting instructor right and he has had massive mental health issues over the last few months mike not 10 years ago over the last few months the fbi knew and and many local law enforcement knew if the guy had legal guns they should have addressed that Right? right? If somebody is threatening to shoot something up, we probably shouldn't let them keep the guns in their house. The fact that we know
3: these people... We've and, got the law. We've got the rules in place.
2: You just gotta act we got on We've got the them.
3: rules in place. First of all, you take this guy's gun away. He's mentally ill. Yes. He's gonna create a bomb. He's gonna do all that stuff. He's gonna, he, you know, his car, whatever. I mean, we've had that happen, right? Where yep. we've had people mow down people with their cars, right? Yep. We didn't say ban the cars, right? We right. need help when it comes to mental illness. And it, specifically, I think this guy was in the services, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the problem, right? We're, we've got record amount of money going out for welfare but people to sit at home, able-bodied people but yet there's no money left over to be able to help our veterans.
2: Right, and, and here's the thing, there's 300 plus million guns in this country the lawful gun owners are not generally the, the the I'll say sane lawful gun owners that haven't had mental health crises are
3: not the ones doing this stuff. No. Stop taking it out on the gun owner who's responsible no. and knows what he's Most doing. Most of the gun violence is in places like Chicago yep. that have the harshest gun rules in yep. place. Can't buy bullets, can't yep. buy guns. Yep. Yet they're killing each other every single night. Yep. But they don't seem to care about that. No, they don't. Nobody talks no. about that, right? Nobody yep. on the left says we need to get rid of the guns because of all the gun violence in Chicago.
2: Yep. Yeah, and and you know, again, I, I, th- this this is this is just again another debate on this. And if you d- and by the way, Mike, to your point, this guy, if he doesn't have a legal gun and he wants to kill, there are plenty of places in America right now where you can buy illegal firearms. It happens every day in the city of Chicago, in New York City, everywhere oh, across the, the country. black
3: market's Huge,
2: it's huge, right?
3: Huge, 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 and getting bigger every day.
2: We're going to go to a quick break, Mike. We're going to finish up with Joe Biden and some conflicts overseas because, Joe. oh, and by the way, also Joe Biden having 40, uh, 40 different, uh, what was the article I just had in front of me? Uh, 40 different informants coming forward about the Biden family, and uh, the FBI has no interest in talking about it. We will be right back here. One more segment to go on the Financial Guys Media Network.
3: Follow the Financial Guys on social media.
2: So easy, even a liberal can do it. All right, welcome back. Financial Guys Radio Show. Mike Lomas, Mike Sparaza here for about another 10 minutes. Mike, let's talk a little bit about Biden, uh, maybe some of his family here, and also um, what's going on overseas. I got to tell you, Mike, I... I it was pretty easy under Trump, right? I know we had mean tweets, and that was really a, a, a hot item for liberals, the mean tweets. You know, it's
3: telling it how it was was a really bad thing. But well, we all, you know what, we also had, Mike, not to interrupt you, yeah. but we had oil and energy independence. Yeah,
2: yeah, we did have that and too. And that
3: energy independence is so much more powerful than people could ever imagine, yep. right? Yep. For us as America to be able to say, okay, Iran, we're <laughs> going to supply the oil that you were supplying. Yep. Now, what these countries are laughing at us. Oh, yeah. You know, Russia, 100, $100 a barrel, no problem. Yep. We'll sell all the oil we can to Europe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll invade the Ukraine and Iran yeah. is selling oil at ho- record numbers. Record yep. numbers, yep. right? Record profits, by the way, all the nasty oil companies that the that the Democrats said they were going to go after, the who's making all the money. And oh, and by the way, don't think for a second that we won't look through the Biden portfolio, the Obama portfolio, the Clinton portfolio yep. and find out that they own some of these oil companies. And defense stocks. I'm sure you. they own defense I stocks as well. I assure you they yep. do. Yep. I assure you they do, right? But Energy independence is the key to solving a lot of problems. Ronald Reagan talked about that. He he, he taught us that, that there is strength. You know, here's how you stop a bully, right? You stop a bully by another strong kid saying, you know what, I've had enough. I'll tell you a story. There was a story uh, when I went to high school. I was in middle school. And there was this kid. He was a bully. And I went to Depew High School, and they would always fight across the street behind McDonald's. That was the thing, right? And I'll never forget this kid was bullying everybody. And this was the eighth grade. kid had a beard. So he was way more developed than like me. I just got my first facial hair at, like, second year in college, right? 30. Yeah. (laughs) 30, yeah. (laughs) My wife would say I'm still not mature enough to get a facial hair. But but um, but anyway, so he was was bullying all these kids. Everybody was afraid of the kid. He He was just more, you know, he matured a lot faster, right? And then there was one kid. And he said, "We're going to fight at McDonald's." And you know what he said? Okay. And people and no, and this kid didn't realize that this kid knew how to fight. Yep. He had been trained in some martial arts yep. and stuff like that. He didn't hurt the bully, but he humiliated the bully, yep. and I think everybody in that school that day was like, holy cow. You know, from that point on, the bully was a pretty nice guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> he realized he wasn't the toughest guy. There was somebody else, right? That's how America is. You can win through strength. You can win through prosperity. You can win through creating jobs here, right? Yep. Every time our GDP goes down by 1%, 7 million people starve mm-hmm. globally. Well, guess what? The opposite is true. As our GDP grows, and we earn more money, and we, we create more jobs all over the world and we can produce energy very efficiently, safe, um, and create all kinds of jobs and end some of these wars, right? Okay, you Iran, you want to invade somebody? Guess what? We're going to take over the oil supply now. Here's what's, you know, Mike, it seems,
2: again, another one of these issues that seems pretty simple. You know, when when Kim Jong-un told Donald Trump, well, I have, I have a red button and I'm not afraid to push it, Donald Trump's response back was, I have a red button too, and mine is bigger. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's what he said. Well, that's right. And, and that's the, Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Right. And that's the problem right now. What happens is you have people like Joe Biden. Well, they're that, not scared of them at all. No. And why they're would you scared. be? And,
3: and and you know, with with the money trail, they might own part of him, and they probably right. do own part of the, right. the you know the, the the Trump family was not collecting money from the Ukraine. Right. Yep. That that was the Biden family that was collecting money from, specifically filtering it through a crackhead. Yeah. Right. The the Trump kids were not the ones going. over overseas making deals for their daddy it was the banging prostitutes yeah it was the biden family yeah that's right and
2: and and like the scary thing is and this is my point again i've said this in many interviews now i've said this on many media platforms uh, uh, this idea of we need to help the world okay let's say that's okay for a second i don't think it is but let's say it is for a second if we're going to continue to send billions of dollars overseas, I would like an answer on how you plan to yeah, end that, right? right? If you and I go, Mike, and say, we want to spend $100 million on marketing, and we go to a bank and say, we're going to spend $100 million on marketing, the bank's going to say, great, where are you spending it? Um, well, I, don't worry about it. Just, just, give, just give us the money, and we'll, we'll figure it out. You can't run a, a country like that. That's what we're doing. No. Like a $100 billion uh, military deal that Biden is working on right now, $60 billion. Going to Ukraine, fourteen billion going to Israel, and Mike, fourteen billion worse. Fourteen billion going to our southern border. You know what the fourteen billion on our southern borders for? Making it an easier and quicker transition to get migrants into our country. That's what the
3: bill is. Yeah, the the best way America could help the world is through free market capitalism. Yeah, you know when you look at you know Bill Gates, by the way, he would never have created and started Microsoft in China. Would have never happened, right? Yeah. That's not how it works over there. They don't let you think freely. And why did Bill start it? Well, he wanted to make money. I mean, Bill yeah. wanted to be somebody, Capitalism, right? Capitalism, huh? Yeah, Facebook would have never yeah. happened in China or in Iran. You know why? Because that's not free market thinking there, yeah. right? But if you want to help the world, then think about what those two things have done, right? Microsoft and Facebook. You now have people in different parts of the world yeah. that have figured out they can make money on online yep. right they can sell stuff online they can change their life, right? Yep. <laughs> the way you change lives all around the world is through free market capitalism and coming up with new ideas, whether that's the flying car or the operating system or the Internet. Planes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, all kinds of things that can be created. This free market thinking where, I'll, boy, I'm in India, and now I can do this? I can better yep. my lifestyle? Yes. You do that through free market capitalism. You do that through being energy independent. <coughs> And you do that through less regulations and lower taxes so our people can be creative and think and keep their own money. And you don't send wasteful money over to people that hate us. Then you don't send money over to, to be the babysitter of the world, right? Let them figure out some of their own problems, no doubt about that. I'll tell you what, most of these would not happen if we just focused on being energy independent and we had our... A system in place. We're we're the good guy, right? We're looking over, saying, "Look, if you're going to be a bully, I'm going to economically paralyze you." That's what I'm going to do.
2: Here's how I know free market capitalism works. AOC sells hoodies for eighty dollars. Yeah, she wouldn't be doing great, that for a, what uh, a dirt bag you know shoe. she wouldn't be doing that for no reason. Dirt, um, Mike. Real quick on the war too. Now our bases are starting to be attacked over in the Middle East as well. The world knows we're weak, and they're exploiting us. And they're not only exploiting us abroad. They're walking up our southern border. The numbers, Mike, of the special interest aliens coming over are frightening. They, and
3: go ahead. Have you seen the poll numbers? Yeah, Tr- Trump's ahead of yeah. uh, Biden right yeah. now. And you just got to hope and pray that the world figures out that we were a much safer place under Donald Trump. Yeah,
2: and and everywhere across <laughs> America and everywhere across the globe, it's not just it's not just you know Texas or California. New York. Everywhere was safer. By the way, interest rates weren't at eight and a half percent. Gas. I, I pumped gas this morning, Mike. This was great. I pumped gas and. Like holy smokes, it's four
3: dollars still. I thought I thought Joe Biden had a handle on that. He was going to get that back down. Well, that that's where it starts. By the way, yep. it starts with being energy independent, so we can bring gas prices down to a buck yep. fifty a gallon. Right? Yep. Everything seems to follow fuel, yep. and it wasn't just the U.S. You yep. know, Canada pumped in all kinds yep. of money. Everybody pumped the money. Donald Trump, you know, yep. I've been complaining from day one. Yep. A lot of this inflation is his fault. Yep. Can't blame it on, on on Biden. Biden's not helping it. Not helping it. But he certainly wasn't the one that pumped all that PPP money in and told the Treasury to unload the, uh, you know, get the print machines going. That was that was Trump. Yeah, it was. Um, I
2: want to finish up, Mike. This was just an interesting thing I saw on Twitter this morning here. Just in, FBI accused of covering up criminal information related to the related, excuse me, to the Biden family given by, you guessed it, 40, Mike. 40 informants have given them information on the Biden crime family. How are they not in jail? That's unreal. Yet, yet That's we're unreal. spending taxpayer dollars running Trump through the mud exactly, and, and trying to do
3: that. Exa- see, yep. exactly what they're doing, they're pointing the figure, finger yep. and saying, hey, look at this. We should look at these folks. Yep. And they're the ones doing it. Every single time. Every yep. single time, right? Elliot Spitzer. We need tougher sexual harassment videos. So all the business owners have to come up with this thing. 45-minute presentation. Cost all kinds of money. We find out he's the one bringing hookers across state line. Yep. Right? Got to love it.
2: Yep. Got to love it, folks.
3: Um,
2: all righty. We're going to wrap there for today, Mike. Great show here. Uh, thanks to all our, our guests for coming on this this weekend. Uh, if you need us, by right the way, 833 Finn Guys, don't forget about our app again. It is it is our, 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 our baby at this point. We love the app. We love uh, putting out the content. Three podcasts a week on there, three morning shows a week every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8.15 to 8.30, a 15-minute morning brief. Again, Hayflick and I on Tuesdays, Mike and Glenn on Wednesdays, and um, a, a special interview once a week that I'm doing on Thursdays. We've had David Bellavia colonel mcgregor um who else have i Carrie lake was on a couple weeks back so
3: those are awesome interviews by the way got to get involved in some of this stuff and they can they can go back in the archives right they can yep
2: it's all on there and uh i will tease we're gonna have colonel mcgregor douglas mcgregor talking with us uh in the next couple weeks on the conflicts abroad so check that out he'll be actually coming on the live radio show with us mike too over the next couple weeks wow cool
3: um And what else do we got? Anything good, Mike? Any final thoughts? Uh, Nope. Just if you need our help throughout the week, folks, 833-FING-GUYS. If you think like us, use our team as a resource, whether it's retirement planning, social security planning, college planning, Medicare planning, tis the season for that, independent, AHIP certified Medicare reps that can help, and of course, home and auto, give us 14 minutes. Let us shop over 25 companies to save you money. It's so easy, a liberal could do it.
2: Have a great weekend. Uh, also, one thing, hollow, uh, happy Halloween. That's coming up this week. Enjoy yeah, taking the safe. kiddos out get candy. Be safe. And uh, we will see you live check, here next check Saturday. Check the candy
3: from the dirt bags. Yes, be safe. make yep. sure
2: it's wrapped properly. That's
3: right. Uh, folks, we'll see you they, next Saturday. we will be out on cashless bail, so there's <laughs> yes. no penalties. Good yeah. point. Yep. Good
2: point. Have a great weekend, folks. Happy Halloween. We'll see you live next Saturday.
3: Can I steal these?